It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Hello! How are you, Vic? <laughs> The enthusiasm. Um, yes, I'm okay. Life is very boring at the moment. It's the same old, same old, same old bullshit. Oh, I did look for lion piss. <laughs> oh, is that because of the foxes? Foxes. Yes. Lots of people said, well, they recommended that Rob, because obviously I have a serious fox problem around here, that yeah. Rob pisses in the garden. Yeah. And um, he's not been around. He's gone back to work now, really. So, no, not many opportunities to piss in the garden anymore. No, unless you'd save it up in a little Tupperware container and bring it home. He could do that. Yeah, that would be nice. I'm not up for that, really, surprisingly. Who Uh, is? So, lion piss is the other option, but it's really expensive. Because let's let's break it down for a sec. Would you like to go and collect the piss of a lion? I know, whose job is that? So no wonder it's expensive because some poor fucker has to go into a lion's enclosure and siphon off their piss. Like, what is that? Is that like how they milk cows? Mate, exactly. How do they even... I want to know the logistics. If anyone's listening that's a lion piss catcher, please let us know because that just boggles my mind. I'm Googling it. Oh, maybe you teach them, like a cat, to have a giant litter tray and then you... (laughs) Decant the moisture from the lion litter and then use that. That could work. Do you think they'd use a cat litter tray? So this is what my, you know, when you say it like how to, and then it comes up with how to collect poppy seeds, clostrum, lupin seeds, a stool sample, fox glove seeds, a swarm of bees from an Amazon locker. Amazon. Oh, okay, not a swarm of bees from an Amazon locker. Just those are two separate things. And uh, how to collect lion sperm? No, just oh. we. Does it? Does it explain how is predator urine collected? I mean, it's a whole thing, mate. It's an industry. You have. It's really expensive. It looks like tar. It's like it's almost black. The is it? On, yeah, is it it's on Amazon. I don't know. I can't tell from the consistency, but it just like it looks really dark and oh, it looks like yeah, me after a night out. Basically, that's what my piss looks like. And hilariously, you can actually buy uh, fox wee. Yeah, fox so I bought twenty five um, pounds. Like, uh, why would you want that though? Or would it be like a deterrent to other foxes? Yeah, maybe it'd be like, oh, this is this is the smell of another fox's patch. Stay the fuck, fuck away. Off, yeah. But what if it were to entice it more? I know that's what I'm terrified of, and I do not need to entice any more of those little scabby shit bags into this Some garden. Some scabby shit bags. <laughs> That's what they are. I see them. They look so like bedraggled. They're well, just... it's because they got mange, mate. They're dying. It's true. Well, good. Hurry up and die. That's what I say. <laughs> when they have mange, um, they do mange. like mange. <laughs> they do so look funny. proper scabby. Um, shall we have some little follow-ups from a few? Tidy up time. Yes, tidy up. Tidy up time is now a feature. Okay, Michael Douglas. Yeah, yeah. Why does that suddenly sound like a really un like not, not a real name? Yeah, <laughs> he's definitely Mr. Douglas. Mr. Douglas. Uh, so Minge throat, HPV yeah. in the back of his throat that caused cancer. So we just had a health educator message us to say, <gasps> who's a health educator? I know. 
Um, so many interesting, qualified, far more qualified people listen to this than us. <laughs> And they still listen, so we can't be doing it that long, can no. we? Um, she's just said there are multiple strains of ha- strains of HPV. Some can cause cancers. So just because someone's got it and you go down and them doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to give them mouth cancer. Some can cause warps either in the genitalia or other parts of the body, including the throat. Imagine a wart in your throat. Yeah, but surely you wouldn't feel it. Maybe it just give you a sore throat. Yeah. Oh God. You know, like that whole old wives' tale, if you rub a 20 pence piece on a wart, it will go away. Maybe it's the same if you get an HPV wart on your throat, you, you just rub it with 20 pence. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you don't choke on it. Um, some strains of it do absolutely nothing to the body. There's no easy STD test that can detect, detect HPV. PAP tests can find abnormal cell development, but it doesn't always indicate positive HPV. Um, so she's just giving us a little bit of info there. So basically, oh, it sounds like it's quite hard to necessarily, uh, you know, diagnose it if Sarahly. it doesn't come up. What's, what necessarily. is Sarahly? I was like, it's, it sounds like celery. <laughs> celery. You get HPV from eating celery. From eating celery. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So it's anyway, not good for you. It's complex. Um, ST, SP, no fucking hell. STV? STV? What's STV? Isn't that? We're doing a really good job of clarifying <laughs> this up and making this really Tidy up time is going swimmingly. Um, all right, so that's, that's tidy up time point number one. I've got loads today. Have you? Yeah. I actually went through our DMs, which is so rare. And um, I'm glad I did because I found all these things. Anyway, so number two, remember we were slightly concerned that we'd given um, maybe not bad, but harsh advice to the mm-hmm. woman that said about yeah the connection had gone, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, she's messaged us to give <gasps> us a follow-up. So she said she hasn't left him yet. Which uh, I'm surprised about. <laughs> the yet as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she says, Laura said something that really made the penny drop for me. She said that even when her and Steve are having a lull in the bedroom department, they still have intimacy, e.g. holding hands and cuddling. My husband has never allowed much physical affection outside the bedroom or even in the bedroom for that matter. If I were to cuddle him, for example, he would tell me that I make him feel uncomfortable. Or if I ask for a massage or a, massage or a rub, it's met with huffs and puffs. Mm, he wow. sounds, I'm oh, sorry, but he sounds like a wanker. Yeah, he does sound like a wanker. Uh, he's always got one eye on the TV and sex is always a case of get the job done and then roll over. In general, he's cold towards me. And although he can be helpful around the house, I do the lion's share of almost everything. After all these years of looking after the household, I'm really wanting someone to look after me too. Yeah, oh, damn fucking definitely. right, mate. She deserves it. it. After listening to your responses, I opened up to friends and family. Everyone has been very kind and suggested that I have some sort of resentment as I don't beg my needs, as I don't have my needs met. So why should I tend to his? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Your answers are very helpful. I've asked to go to counselling, but he doesn't want to. So I'm getting my therapy myself to try and figure out my options. Oh, oh yes, please. Amazing. That's amazing. How empowering is that? <laughs> Thank you. It seems you didn't think your advice was helpful, but just that one sentence from Laura. All right, mate. Fucking rub it in, yeah. You may as well have not fucking bothered. <laughs> it's better not even been there. Laura, do you just want to do a monologue on the uh, the next piece of um, agony on? <laughs> scenario that we have really put things into perspective for me another great podcast this week thank you for the last as per usual 
So there we go. So she hasn't left him. Oh, big she's love. in therapy. <laughs> Give it a week or so, two and she'll be leaving him. <laughs> yeah, but it's the fact that she's already started that process of understanding more about herself. Exactly. Good luck to you, babes. And keep us updated. We yeah. want to know what happens. Self-discovery is a journey isn't it it is yeah and sometimes you know what you need to do it alone yeah and it's really hard as well but when you're on your own like when you're doing something on your own there's no like tape measure for how you should be feeling it's a pretty clear indicator of his attitude that he doesn't want to go to therapy yeah um now i've got one more tidy up time situation Okay, point um, three. Point, point numero trois. Is that right? Trois. Is that French? Under trois. I'd love to be able to speak French. Una, dos, tres. You could basically tell me that I've got gonorrhea in French and I'd probably orgasm. Just... It is such a lush accent. Um, so remember the uh, fascinating fact about witches frigging off on their broomsticks? Yeah. Just another nugget of information about uh witches in the 15th century apparently they used to keep penises as pets and feed them (laughs) keep them in nests and feed them oats was the penis detached from the human apparently yeah so here we go so um there's a book that was written in the 15th century called Malus Maleficarum, and it was a manual. Pretty much it was like a manual about how to identify a witch, and it had, um, you know, witch cases in there or whatever. Um, but in the book, there's this whole <laughs> part about penis theft. <laughs> it just makes me not Fucking penis theft. So many of the crimes attributed to witches concern sexuality, copulation with incubus devils, procuring abortions, causing sterility and stillbirth and impeding sexual relations between husbands and wives. Um, It thought that the the most sinister of all was the ability to make the sex organ vanish entirely. Wow. So in the Malus Maleficarum, it details three specific case studies in which witches were said to have magically deprived men, deprived them of their penises. The first two simply involved men having their genitals hidden by some magical illusion. Um, but then the third one <laughs> was uh, mentions the phenomenon of witches keeping disembodied penises as pets and feeding them oats and other nutritious grains. <laughs> And then it says, what shall we think? This is, a, this is an entry that in the book. What shall we think of about those witches who somehow take members in large numbers, 20 or 30, and shut them up together in a bird's nest or some box where they move about? Well, they're not still fucking moving they're about, not, are they? No. Like living members eating oats or other feed. Maybe I might get a bowl of oats and stick it under Steve's penis and see if it starts to Oh, my goodness, them. mate. Yes. Maybe oats are actually... Penis a, a secret fodder. penis, yeah. <laughs> penis grub. Penis grub, yeah. Um, they go on to describe how uh, one man's quest to restore his missing member, he approached a witch and she was told to climb a tree where there was a nest containing many members and he was allowed to take anyone he liked. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine how fucking gross those penises would have got? Well, how long does it take them to just turn into a tiny little, like, shrunken bit of jerky? Yeah. I mean, she, like a, I think a it's pretty unbelievable that they were still moving. That's not a thing, is and it? And also... <laughs> 
like him climbing up the tree and then being like, oh my God, like, I don't know, which one am I going to take? The one that looks less like mouldy? <laughs> the one that smells less like gone, a rotten scrub? Like if she's taken off, hasn't he just got like a massive wound? Well, I'm pretty sure you can die because there's a yeah, pretty bleed fucking out huge vein that runs through the penis. I'm going to take a guess and say that this is all fucking bullshit. Yeah. Um, but then another reason to hate women, obviously women who have dared to have an affair. Yeah. Well, it's just have... any woman that has expressed any form of sexuality was just condemned as being a witch, basically, wasn't she? So yeah. then this is this then when this article that I found just went on to talk about something else that just fucking just makes me laugh so much. So between the end of the 13th century and the early 16th century, the phallus tree was quite a phenomenon. Penis trees flourished throughout. <laughs> Europe, according to his research, a 14th century French man's manuscript contains two images of nuns harvesting penises from trees and tucking them into their robes. What is happening here? This can't be a real, it's not a real thing, is it? What the, I don't understand it. They're talking about it as if a penis tree is a real life existing tree. I mean, my brother's a tree surgeon and he's never ever said to me, do you know what, Vic? Do you know what I thought? You know what I felled the other day? A fucking phallus tree. It's like, that's not <laughs> Yeah, happens. but I imagine what... So in my mind, what I imagine that to be is like, you know, back sort of Robin Hood? Yeah. When they would have cut a head off and stuck it on a stick. <laughs> yeah. But I think that there would have been like penises stuck on Sticks. branches. Yeah. I can guarantee that's basically what it was. And then it's just been turned into the story of them being like live penises. So yeah. there's a, there's actually a massive penis tree mural that exists that they uncovered in Tuscany and it's from the 13th century. I've got a picture of it. I think we should put it on the feed. It's fucking hilarious. So it depicts a tree covered in male sex organs. Let me send it to you so we can just talk about it because it is so ridiculous. This is like a full on 13th century drawing, like piece of art. Ooh. Look at the lilies on the tree. Just going to count that. one, two, three, four. I mean, <laughs> some of them aren't. It's quite a few. There's quite a few. But do you see what I mean, though? That yeah, it is a tree, and they've literally the just stuck a whole load of penises it's on. It's pretty fucking basic. Um, so, and it says here the the all the penises on the tree are disproportionately large and clearly in an aroused state. By the nobles' plants' roots stand eight women, two of whom appear to be fighting over a penis, and one of whom is trying to knock a penis off a branch using a stick. <laughs> Beside them is another woman who appears to be mostly uninvolved, but who, upon closer inspection, has one of the fruits of the tree protruding protruding from her bottom. Having a flaccid penis up your bum is quite a I mean, fair play to her. Achievement. That is, isn't it? Unless <laughs> it was on a stick, she might have like stiffed it up with a branch. It actually <laughs> makes me feel really quite queasy. <laughs> is it not you? I mean, come on, girls. No wonder we got burnt at the stake if we were fucking adorning trees with penises and then sticking them on sticks and whacking them up our bum holes. And that, but isn't that, that's just so typical though of like history of a man being tormented by the idea. Oh, yeah, of course. So it's the man that got punished. Fragility, basically. Such bullshit. I've been like, don't attack my member. It's the yeah. source of all my power. Yeah. <gasps> Fucking idiots. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that was kind of an extension of a previous fact, but I have got some more facts for you. Fucking hell, I'll make it about you. <laughs> Go on, hit me. 
Well, at some point, I'm hoping that someone will be like, Victoria said one sentence and it changed my life. That hasn't happened yet. Oh, it will have done. Of course it will have done. Actually, do you know what? This week's fact, even though that felt very fact heavy, this week's mm-hmm. fact is actually tied into a listener's story that she okay. sent into us. So I will read that first and then we can discuss the phenomenon of what she's talking about. So, Laura. Yeah. Have you ever experienced a corgasm? No, I haven't. No, have you even heard of it? No. No, I'd never heard of it either. A corgasm. So we've actually had a surprising number of people write in about this experience, about this phenomenon, something like a phenomenon. So I'm going to just read one of these messages that we've had. So let me start off by saying I'm a full-time infant teacher, part-time college student, and a mama of two. And the absolute peak of my week is listening to your podcast. Anywho, I'm writing in because I was curious if you have ever experienced a corgasm. I asked because the first orgasm I experienced was during a workout, leg lifts to be exact. After experiencing an actual orgasm later down the road, I learned that my first orgasm wasn't an actual orgasm, but a corgasm brought about from my workout. I can now tell the difference between the two as I still get them during certain exercises. Both totally different feelings of pleasure. And in my opinion, a gore corgasm is a hundred percent more pleasurable than the regular big o oh my so i basically have to do leg lifts (laughs) what is a leg lift a leg lift is when you lie where you lay on the floor and your legs just go down like together like that it's actually they're really hard especially when you have the fucking core strength of a piece of wet spaghetti like me (laughs) i'm just like spaghetti Since having kids, I have zero abdominal muscles. Just going to put that out there. It's just flab. Um, so I did a little poll on our stories because I've never heard of it. And this is what, this, these are the results from our little poll that we did. So I asked, first off, have you ever heard of a corgasm? How many do you think said yes? 28%. Fucking 3%. 97% of people have never heard of them. No, I mean, I'm definitely in the 97% brigade. It's not common. It's not common knowledge at all. Um, Then I asked, have you ever had a corgasm? What do you reckon? (laughs) What? 1%? 2%. 2% of you, of our listeners or our followers on Instagram, have had a corgasm. That's so low, isn't it? It's a rare occurrence. I'm kind of jealous. I I, I know quite a few people who exercise, and I don't think any of them have ever said that they had an orgasm. I I exercise a lot. I exercise three times a week, sometimes four times a week. But um, yeah, I've never had one. I've never experienced pleasure. I've never gone, oh, hello, is this... Is this, is this what's happening right now? Um, so I just asked if you did have one, where and how, or like what brought it on? So um, <laughs> we had loads of responses, actually. So uh, that's actually more than 2%. I don't know. Right, maybe. Or maybe I guess the 2% is just yeah. low, but there's a lot of people in that 2%. A lot of people, well, the, maybe they've all replied. The people that have had one have replied to us because we've had loads yeah. of responses. A lot of people are saying, oh, what the fuck is it? What the fuck is it? What the fuck is it? That's like the main <laughs> answer. Um, so someone said, I don't know if it comes under this, but in a spin class, clip stim slag. She's there, but at the end of that, so maybe she's getting a little bit more of a, that sounds like, you know, yeah. spin is pretty intense, isn't it? Yeah. Vibrations and- of the seat and cycling. 
and cycling rubbing that's why uh you know cycling when it, it like first came out <laughs> that sounds so weird saying that but you know what i mean when they invented bikes. what the penny farthing <laughs> the penny farthing but um it was it, it kind of frowned upon for women to go on bikes because oh uh, what a surprise i know well it was probably because it indicated freedom and liberation didn't it and being able to yeah. travel it, actually enjoying themselves yeah. but um you know getting a little bit of a tingling on the old saddle as well Ding dong. why do you think i like cycling so much girls <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have had that. I've been like, oh, hello. Um, high intensity training. I find I get really horny and throb. It's awkward. <laughs> Is that a male or a female? That's a woman. From where? Like in her mint? Labia. Yeah, I wonder. This is fascinating. Um, I have had these at least 20 times since puberty. She said she's going to DM the details. DM the dirty details right now. All right, I'll try and find her. Someone said, is this the same as a full body orgasm? Tantric massage did it for me. I don't think it is the same, but... um, What's tantric? A fucking tantric massage. Is that a massage that basically takes four hours? Yeah, and you're just continuously orgasming. I couldn't be bothered. No, I can't be fucking bothered I'm like, oh, get it. I've been done with three minutes. Done. Thank you very much. See you later. (laughs) Someone said, I've looked it up. I'm off for a jog. (laughs) Ha ha! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, someone messaged and said uh it's a big thing in the pole pole dancing world makes sense yeah because oh got my god the pole very close to your man coot. but it's the core strength of those moves i think pole dancers are incredible they are yeah. so strong i must admit that's one thing that i've always wanted to learn to do not in like a sexual way but purely because it just looks cool yeah it does it looks amazing have. No, I'd like to do that. Um, pole fitness is a big thing now, isn't it? Yeah, and it didn't used to be. It used to be one of those things where it was like, oh, you're a pole dancer. Whereas yeah. now it's like, it's a it's a whole genuine workout. Yeah, man, get on that shit. Literally, get on that pole. Everything Laura. would fucking hurt. Yeah, definitely. Climbing the ropes in PE. There we go. But then didn't you say when you hold in your pelvic floor and yeah. your stomach muscle... Yeah. You did say that. Well, yeah, it, it works, it, and you fit, and it fit. You can feel it. So I guess if you're doing that repeatedly, then you're gonna come. <laughs> maybe. maybe I've never come while doing it, but no. maybe, you know, I must be doing it wrong, like you. Um, and like clearly, ninety-seven percent of the population as well. So it does. It has been written about um, in sort of sexual studies. Um, Alfred Kinsey wrote about it back in 1953 in his work, wow. Sexual Behaviour in the Human Female. And 5% of the women he studied claimed to experience orgasms during exercise rather than exclusively during sex. Uh, but they don't really know how or why it happens and how it's like physically different from a vaginally induced orgasm. I guess it's more internal, isn't it? So how the fuck do you measure that? I have no idea. I don't know how you'd measure anything. I don't even know how you measure urine from a fucking lion. So <laughs> how I'm meant to know how you would measure that, I don't know. It's amazing though, isn't it? That your sexual organs are kind of that big because you just assume, so you just got a teeny tiny little clip on the outside and the G mm. spot or whatever and the A spot, G, A, you know, BC, BC, whatever. Um, you don't imagine it to be a large organ, do you? But no. I saw something on Instagram on, I think the vulva drawings feed, which is great. They had yes. an illustration of the female sex organ and it's fucking huge. From where your clit is, it like goes right 
down either side. I'll, we'll share that as well. Um, so, all right. Is this when I orgasm in my butthole? I'm confused. Orgasm <laughs> <laughs> in the bum. Could be. Rope climbing, another one, because that, like the pole dancing, is obviously you've really You've got to use your heavy, stomach. Yeah, you've really got to use your stomach. I need to take up these forms of exercise. I'm obviously doing the wrong things. Um, I might actually look up pole dancing in my local area. Yeah, do it. I just, you know what I found? I think maybe lockdown. I've always been one to exercise at home. I don't mm-hmm. really, I just can't be fucked to go to an exercise class because it adds another hour to doing the exercise. And I'll just do it like as soon as I wake up, smash out 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and then it's done for the day. I don't like hanging around, so fucking yeah. hanging around. And as soon as my kids are up at 6.30, then by 7.30, I'm, I've finished. So I just don't really go to exercise classes anymore. And now that, you know, we've locked down everything, I really, I feel like I'd be really con- like self-conscious going to an exercise class. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think, whereas I think I'd enjoy like the interaction because of lockdown. Yeah. I think I'd enjoy being with a group in a people. room with other people. I think yeah. the pole dance one would be nice because I imagine that it's quite female centric as well. So yeah. You know, you don't have any I'm well into the idea of that. Man. Have a look. I'm down with it. Right. Have a look. Um, so can we just finish what you're talking about and move on? <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Um... <laughs> I feel like you've had the reins. Bottom line is some lucky bitches have it. Most of us some don't. don't. Um, you can't, there's, there's no way that and no, no one Vic knows and how I are not we, invested no. enough in ourselves to actually bother if trying to do If you do pole it. dancing, it's, it's made me tempted to take up pole dancing. It's made me tempted to take up pole dancing purely because it's like, yeah, I want to do that, not because I want to have an orgasm. No, I just wouldn't do it. I just want to do it. it. It's so cool. I love it. Love yeah. pole dancing. Because it's it's I'm very just in awe of those women. Like they're like gymnasts, yeah. basically, aren't they? Yeah. And to have that level of like control over your like form. whole body. Yeah. It's not even part of your body, it's your whole body. Oh, you know what I've been doing um for the last three months is uh strength training with weights i've never done that before because i've always thought oh that'll make you bulky whatever laura i have seen a marked difference to my physique really i really have i've even now got i've had to buy heavier weights because the weights that i had i'm just like that now (laughs) (laughs) so i've had to buy some more fucking yeah i'm not even joking mate I've got like definition in my muscles there. You're probably looking at thinking, what the hell? But I, I can't genuinely see have. Um, As in, I can't see your arm. I can't, it's not that I can't oh, see anything. Hold on. It's because I've got this in the way. Let me show you. There. Oh, yeah. Look at that. And my shoulder. I can see it. Like that is like a muscle. Um, and then my, my legs, fucking hell. I've always had, I've got like naturally strong legs. Um, I think genetically I was designed to run, like run away from things. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always had quite toned legs. But doing these weights, they are mental. They're fierce. And I actually had sex the other day. Surprise, I had sex. And um, I, I, was, I was like... I- um, what's that got to do with your legs but uh <laughs> i had my legs around from and he was like fucking hell he said i was like um what's her name grace jones in bond when she suffocates the man <laughs> between her thighs he was like it was like that i was like jesus christ woman because i squeezed him so hard it's so fucking strong so if you're scared of weights don't be and i imagine that that's like that's what would happen if you did lots of the pole dancing because it's all your body weight isn't it and you're like pulling yourself up your body weight 
Yeah. Rather than it being like having to literally lift weights. Have you seen the women in the Olympics lifting weights? I'm like, oh, fucking hell, insane. they are absolute machines. I know, man. It's They're it's amazing. Fucking, yeah, I love it. Right, let's move on. So, hi both. Me and my then boyfriend had mainly sex outdoors or in public places as we shagged all the time and his parents were strict Catholic and mine were just fucking awful. LOL. So this one time we decided to drive to one of the local industrial estates in our area to have a bit of sexy time. The quiet place that we chose, unbeknown to us, was the local dog's home. It was quiet. It was quite late at night. We parked up round the back in the alley and things got heated. As I straddled him on the passenger seat and was going 100 miles per hour, I saw headlights approach from the, behind the car and stop within millimetres of us. I screamed and jumped off and tried to recover my clothes that had been strewn across the car. A police officer approached the passenger window as I was still trying to slide my legs into my jeans and my twat of an ex-boyfriend wound the window down and acted like it was all gravy whilst my fanny and thighs were as bare as the day I was born. The officer leant in and said, I suggest you and your girlfriend, if that's your girlfriend and not something you've paid for, should go home. He took our... No, oh no, what a cunt. He took our details and instantly begged the policeman not to say anything to my parents. We continued to have sex outdoors for three years, even when I had my own place. The thrill never dies. Oh my God, that's such a commitment to outdoor sex, isn't it? Yeah, I know people that fucking love outdoor sex. We've talked about this, though, haven't we? Yeah, like we've talked about the fact that we can't think of anything more no. horrific. I mean, we're we're just so tame, aren't we? Compared to all these people. Yeah, you know like, when you're like, oh, oh, oh okay, actually, I've got then some people have got fucking like everything on me or you. Yeah, I've done it uh, like in the garden. What about a car? Have you had sex in a car? Oh yeah, I mean we've. We had sex on a beach. I've had sex in a car. Yes, I have had sex in a car. Ever been caught? No, I mean, I I remember giving Steve a blowjob once when we were down the beach in the car and I'd said to him, look, like, keep a lookout, which obviously he didn't. Oh, it was a bit hard to, though, when you're concentrating on, you know, getting your penis sucked off. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but I can only imagine it's quite hard. <laughs> And uh, two women ran past the car. And I remember being like, ah! <laughs> That's the thing, I'd be so on edge. I just I just couldn't do it. I'd be so on edge. I know that's that is a thrill. That's part potentially of the thing. Potentially being caught, people, isn't it? Just being being caught or potentially being caught. caught. But yeah, it's not, it's not my thing. Oh, because also the social anxiety too. Just imagine that conversation after you'd be like, ah, 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 ah. I couldn't, I couldn't, yeah, it's not good for me. And the fact that the police officer was like, oh, basically, if she's a prostitute. <laughs> What a cock. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being a prostitute, but equally, it's kind of like, don't just assume that I'm a prostitute because I've come here. Just because we're in a fucking car. I mean, it does make me laugh. They're like, we chose to go to an industrial estate because well, it's so fucking, it's always well known for being dead sexy going to an industrial estate, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but then I guess off. going to an industrial, industrial estate, for fuck's sake, industrial estate at night time doesn't really pose the risk of lots of passers-by. No, I, d- I, d- I don't think that would be my place of choice. I'll tell you what I saw that I, c- I like could not believe my eyes the other day. Um, so my local park, I was bringing the kids back from nursery. So this we're talking about 5 p.m., all right, on the old clock. 5 p.m. The young couple, and when I say young, I mean like really young teenagers, 
outside mm-hmm. the main entrance of the park. So there's a lot going on. There's a fucking ice cream van there. Yeah. And I just saw them out like calling my eye. And you know, you're like, oh, what's going on here? You just got like, you can just tell by the way they're behaving. They've been a bit shifty. The girl, as I as I was walking by, and I had the kids, and as I walked by, the girl licked her palm whilst looking at this guy, licked it like that, uh, put her hand in his trousers and started to wank him off. Oh! Honestly, and you know, you're like, was there not any trees local? No, it's, it's, like, a, a it's like a little, you know, it's in the middle of a residential area. So the entrances are sort of little side roads off residential streets. But it's not a quiet one. Like, it's not quiet. It was 5pm. It was a sunny day. It was fucking shit those people around. I love how it's 5pm. No. You really need to... It's not 2.30. No, it's 5pm. 5 5pm. 5pm. Brazenness of it, Laura. But this story gets better. So, um, I couldn't... I just couldn't believe it. And I was like, oh, my God. Don't look, kids. You know, they don't know what's going on. But then I wasn't... You know, and you're like, did, did I just see that? Because we, yeah, surely walking. that I didn't and see then, that. No, but then I turned around because I wanted to make sure that what I'd seen was the truth. And his face, his he had his head back like that, his eyes were closed, and her arm was moving furiously. A hundred percent, she was giving him a fucking hand job in the middle of the street at 5 p.m. And I just got so <laughs> like, like oh, wait there, at 5 p.m. <laughs> Next to the ice cream van. That bit, that's that's unacceptable. <laughs> And then I got home and was like, Rob, you won't fall over Arsenal. You know, and this is the best bit. Two weeks later, we went to the wood merchants to get some wood, right? To make whatever the fuck we were making, putting the picture rail up in my bedroom. Do you know who was working in the woods? <laughs> was it her? It was him. <laughs> it was the public 5 pm masturbator there. To be fair, he was being masturbated. Oh my God. I couldn't even believe it. And then I was like, Rob! <laughs> Look who it is! Obviously, he didn't even see him, so he didn't know he was. I was like, "That's the fucking boy that was getting a fucking hand job." I might tell his employer. He must only be about sixteen. He's not. He's not oh, very old. Bless so, him. But I, yeah, he's got a little sad age job. Don't fucking ruin it for him. But her face when she licked her palm, she looked so fucking excited about it. <laughs> because she is experienced. Like you know, when you get to that age, where you're just like. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. Yeah. I can be responsible for myself and my parents don't get to fucking have any say in any of no, that. Exactly. Oh, she was living. It's her such a lush life. feeling. But equally, I was like, can you do this somewhere a bit more private? And then they yeah. had like they had another mate who was obviously on lookout. And then, are there genuinely no like bushes around there, there your are loads of bushes in Look. the park. They could have gone in the park, but I don't know. It was like I don't know what. Something was going tells on. me they wanted. They wanted yeah, to be like bit. we're rebellious teenagers. But his mate was there, like just sat <gasps> on the bonnet of the of a car, just like oh, like, so how bored. close? They weren't that close. Yeah, he was pretty really? close to them. But he must have known. Yeah, he would have known 100% what was going on. Oh, he was kind of like a little God. bit of a lookout. It was like, oh my God. I do remember that has just brought back a memory of being like 15, of getting fingered in a outside of church. <laughs> But it wasn't 5 p.m. people, it was 10 p.m. There was no one around. There you go, though. No church goers. The vicar could have been leaving the fucking church and seen you being fingered (laughs) and probably went home and said the same thing to his bloody wife. I think that that experience was probably the first time that I had an orgasm. 
Really? Yeah, from from someone else giving it to me. I'd, I'd had about four thousand orgasms by that point, straight <laughs> But yeah, I remember it very distinctly. Yeah, with your so fucking toothbrush. Do you know what I do. It's like you know the first time that you ever sort of got sexual with someone, and just the floodgates of minge juice opened, and it was like being sitting in a swimming pool. It was like, what the hell is this? But your body was just going, impregnate me, impregnate me. It's fucking mental. You can see how teenage girls get pregnant so easy because yeah. they're so fertile. Yeah, the cervical fluid is like, I'm gonna bring that sperm here. All right, I've got a little story for you. Again, this is going back to something that we've already discussed. Waffle stomping. Oh my goodness, <laughs> this is the third episode. <laughs> Just dragging this one out. Um, she says... Absolutely love the podcast. So happy you're back. I literally howl every episode. It cheers me up so much. I have a little tale about waffle stumping, a turn I hadn't heard of until you mentioned it. And I'm so glad I hadn't heard of it at the time. Me and my boyfriend were on holiday a few years ago in Greece and we were enjoying the sun and sex, getting very much into the holiday spirit, much more sex than we have at home. What is it about holidays? That's so true, isn't it? Because you're just relaxed. You don't have to deal with life in the same way. Yeah, there's like no responsibilities. Obviously, if your kids are there, yeah. that's a bit different. Um, I don't know. Do you have more sex on holiday when you've gone away with your kids? I've never done it tonight. I've been, you know, we haven't been on holiday with the kids yet. Took Oliver away to France, but we were with like family and he's really little and he was in our room. Yeah, I mean, the, the, uh, our combination of whenever we've gone away, it's either been the kids have been in our room or we've been away with family and it's just... Not- really happened but no. before that yes whenever you went away yeah, pre-kids yeah yeah it was just life was a lot easier then you could pack up and go on holiday and not have to think about anything else could exactly. you exactly um so we often have anal sex and i really enjoy it but i've always but i always have that niggling worry in the back of my mind that i will shit myself <laughs> it's so funny isn't it? it's like oh i love anal sex but i might shit myself. yeah I love it, but I'm also worried about the fact that I could just shit on you. I could potentially do a shit on you. So this particular day, we ended up in the shower and we're having some pretty amazing sex, which ended up turning into anal, which felt great. Until I could feel that I was about to shit and it was too late. It happened. A rather large nugget fell to the floor and to my horror and without missing a beat, my boyfriend moved it to the plug hole with his foot and started mashing it down. Oh my god! I mean, is that not just like kill the moment? Just get the little turn away, stamp, stamp, stamp. Clearly, he didn't want the moment to be killed. Oh, love him! That's such an instinct. It is an instinct. It's a waffle, waffle stumping instinct. Um, as soon as it had disappeared, we carried on, and it was as if nothing had happened. It was never mentioned. It still makes me cringe, but I've not brought it up with him since, and wonder if he was as mortified as me. I don't think he was, love, because he fucking stomps your shit down the fucking blood <laughs> hole. So yeah, because if, 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 if his immediate reaction wasn't get it the fuck away, <laughs> as in like, ah, and he just stomped it down like it was no big deal, then something tells me he wasn't he bothered. Did not care. What I'm interested to um, sort of get clarification on in this scenario is that she says the nugget just fell out. But if his penis was up there, what was happening there? Was it like, and it was halfway through, so did he pull out completely and her bum hole was gaping so much that the poo just popped out? Or did it literally like slime her out of her bum? slime her out. (laughs) (laughs) And she said nugget. That makes me think it was quite a solid... Little piece of poo. So many questions, yeah. Laura. <laughs> so many questions, so little time. 
don't think I could carry on if that happened. No. That would definitely kill the mood for me. I mean, luckily for me, I'm not into anal, so that's never going to be an issue for that's me. never going to be an issue, no. Yeah, those days are well and truly over. Thanks to Bertie, the bum great. But God, God love her. Yeah, God love you. <laughs> God love you for not only writing in and letting us know that. <laughs> but surviving it. But surviving it, and yeah. And carrying on but, after it happened. What a trooper. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. What a bum trooper. What a bum trooper indeed. <laughs> well, um, Vic. God bless the penis tree. It's the end of the episode. God bless the penis tree, the waffle stompers, the <laughs> your continued stories that come and go like yeah, who, who, a floating turd to? down a stream. Who fucking sees? Or a turd down a plug hole. Or a turd down a plug hole. Um, yeah. Who sees this shit, man? Sometimes I feel like I'm just living in this continuous comedy sketch that someone has written for me, and I'm just living it out. What do you mean? Just the most ridiculous things happen, like seeing fucking someone getting wanked off in the streets. Like, well, can I say I'm still very PM. disappointed that the <laughs> that the uh, the barn impaler we we never heard from her again. Oh, so true. Never heard. From we that. don't. We just want some more details. Some more that's detail. all. I'm still not okay about the fact that we haven't heard more. We need to tidy like, up that time. We need. This is definitely part of the tidy up time. I'm, I actually love tidy up time. It's great. Yeah. It's just you know it's that continuity. It's, it's you know rewarding. It's answering questions that maybe people have asked, <laughs> yeah. and we haven't been able to answer for them. No, it makes me feel very um, connected to the listeners. Yeah. There you go. Even though we're massively connected to listeners because this podcast is basically based on everything yeah, that true. they send in to us. Right. right. It would be a bit of a boring fucking podcast. It was just our <laughs> stories. Like, oh, what did you do? Well, um, uh, a fox uh, had a fight in my garden. Yeah, that is it. That is and the I of my life. am trying to order some lion wee. What did you do, Laura? I painted a mirror. Horror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Vicariously. Is that right? Through yeah, artists. through people's stories. I'm quite happy with that. I'm quite happy with that level of excitement. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, so if you want to contribute to this fabulous podcast, what can you do, Laura? How can they get in contact? They can find us on Instagram at no hold barred podcast and they can slide on into our DMs. What else can they do for Or you can email us at no hold barred podcast at gmail dot. Come and thanks for tuning in as always um why not rate and subscribe if you enjoy this podcast <laughs> it helps us out somehow um just yeah been great you've lifted my mood somewhat today laura thank Aww. you it's feeling a little bit down in the dumps before i came to this call and now i'm full of joy wow i love you for some reason you've made me feel like i just want to have like a glass of wine and sit and chat with you well, I don't know whether it's good that I've encouraged you to drink alcohol. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I'm in holiday mode for some reason. I'm not at all. Maybe it's because we were talking about the waffle stomper yes, in Greece. that's true. Oh, God, I'm so jealous. I want to be in Greece getting waffle stomped. <laughs> I just want to be so well. <laughs> Even if it meant Rob had to waffle stomp a shit down the drain, I would uh, I'd take it. To be fair, I know Steve would happily do that. God love his soul. Well, if, if he's spat out clitty litter and not told me about it, and also... He'd definitely do that. He'd seen poo nuggets hanging off your bum. 
they yeah. would do that for us. They'd take one for the they, team. They are they? good men. <laughs> Wonderful are men. Natural waffle stompers. Um, <laughs> all right then. Guess that's it. I'll uh, see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.